Welcome to the Exam Study Expert Podcast, helping you hit the grades of your dreams at school, college, and university through the science of fast learning and lasting memory, the psychology of study productivity, and the secrets to great exam technique. And now your host, the Cambridge University trained psychologist who's dedicated his life to helping students study better and outsmart their exams, William Wadsworth. Hello and welcome to the Exam Study Expert Podcast, the home of the tips, strategies and motivation you need to succeed at high school, college and university. We're called the Exam Study Expert Podcast, which means the peak of our activity each year tends to coincide with what is exam season for many students around the world, which tends to be late spring into early summer. This year, 2019, we brought you a range of fantastic interviews this time of year to get you through exam season with flying colours. Check out episodes 1 through 16 for more of this. Some of my favourites from this period included episode 7 with Dr Jana Weinstein-Jones, one of the world's best-known scientists and an expert on getting information into your memory easily, who drops a ton of fantastic strategies for your learning and revision. And also episode two with Dr. Marie Buda, who's a psychologist specialising in thinking creatively and also critical thinking, and who lets us in on the secret to using those skills to unlock the very top rail of marks in essays and exams. Later in the summer and into early autumn, we helped you think about what your next move might be in studies and in life generally, as many people entered the new academic year, which starts somewhere around September, maybe a bit earlier, maybe a bit later. So we had a set of fantastic When I Grow Up interviews with professionals talking about their journey through school, university and on into their career. My favourite from this set has to be episode 18, which told the story of a boy from a primitive Indonesian village who burned coconut shells for heat, who went on to become one of the most senior directors in the world's third largest corporation. If you haven't listened to episode 18, go back and check it out, it's wonderful. We find ourselves now in November, if you're listening to this live, and we're still a long way from spring exam season, but I wanted to let you know that we're still here for you year-round, helping you with your studies, no matter what time of year it is. So I've recorded a pair of solo episodes for you this week and next week, which are going to be taking you through a couple of essential tips for year-round study success. Next week's episode is going to be all about study productivity, how to get your work done to a higher standard in less time by becoming more efficient. In other words, saving you time while still getting you the grades. Sounds like the dream, right? So look forward to that. But first, this week, I'm going to be taking you into my number one tip for actually retaining the knowledge you learn day to day in your classes and lectures. The technique is called retrieval journaling, and I came up with it born out of a need to bridge that gap between what happens in lessons at school or lectures at university, where you go through topics and maybe teachers do a fantastic job of explaining what's going on. And you sit there and you feel like, yep, I understand it. I got it. That makes sense. Maybe you do some homework or a follow-up essay on that work. But then as the weeks tick by, you forget so much of what you once knew. And so that by the time you get to those big exams at the end of the semester, end of the year, you've forgotten so much of what was originally taught. And it almost feels like you're starting from scratch. We call the proposis of preparing for exams revision here in the UK. I know across the pond in America, you might talk about reviewing. Either way, when it comes to exam time, a lot of the students I work with 
it doesn't feel like revision or reviewing so much as vising or viewing it for the very first time. So the technique I've, I've come up with is designed to solve that problem. It's called retrieval journaling. And the beauty of it lies in combining a number of very powerful principles, both from learning science, but also from personal productivity and strong study habit theory. So just before I go on to explain how the technique works, just a very brief reminder uh, of two of the most important learning principles that it's based on uh, and why they're so powerful. So retrieval practice is the first, and that simply means learning by trying to remember what you know. The very act of bringing that information to mind, of pulling facts out of your memory, makes your memory of those facts vastly stronger and more durable. Lots of different ways you can do retrieval practice, flashcards, blank page retrieval, getting a friend to test you. Uh, see loads more, uh, just type in exam study expert memorization techniques uh, and it should pop up in Google. Students who switch to retrieval practice based techniques rather than more passive ways of revising like rereading or summarising or making notes often improve on test and exam scores by a whole grade, sometimes more. The second principle is called spaced learning, so that's spacing your learning out over time. Each time you revisit a topic after a time delay, you forget it more slowly, remember it for longer, your memory of it becomes more durable. Now the best way to do your spaced revisits of information is by using retrieval practice every time you do a spaced revisit of a topic. And when you combine retrieval practice and spaced learning, they make a truly formidable combination. So. How to apply all this to what I'm calling retrieval journaling. What is retrieval journaling? Well, the process is simple. Spend five minutes every single school or college day reflecting on what you did in your lessons or your lectures that day. Think about what each lesson covered and challenge yourself to remember anything you would think would be particularly helpful to know for exams later in the year. And then just write down whatever you can remember on a page or two in your retrieval journal. Your retrieval journal is a physical book, so if it was me, I'd choose a leather cover probably with pale cream pages inside. When you're doing your retrieval journaling exercise for the day, you're not going to be able to regurgitate every single detail of each lesson or lecture in five minutes. And that's okay. That's not the point. You're not trying to sweat the details. Just try and remember the main concepts that you talked about, any major formulas, any new words or important principles that were introduced. Once you've spent a few minutes doing that, then, and only then, are you allowed to go back to your notes and have a quick check that what you've remembered, you've remembered accurately. Um, perhaps you might correct any errors in a different coloured ink, or if there's a key bit of information missing, put that in uh, as well in that different coloured pen. Try and do it at the same time, same place, every day, so that over time it becomes a daily ritual. Your day doesn't feel normal unless it's got that moment's retrieval journaling at that fixed time in it. You might try and do that, for example, first thing in the morning between breakfast and leaving for the day. If that means you need to get up five minutes earlier, then go for it. As with any new habit, the key to getting started with retrieval journaling for many people is sometimes getting someone else to hold you accountable. Just knowing that someone else expects you to do something can be quite a powerful motivator for many of us. You might recruit your parents or perhaps friend to do the job. Maybe you partner up with a friend and both commit to a retrieval journaling habit this year and hold yourselves accountable between you. Send yourselves a WhatsApp or whatever when you've both done your retrieval journaling for the day. As you build your retrieval journaling habit up, try getting into a streak and not missing a single day. 
And over time, there's a satisfaction that comes from putting a check against every single day that goes by when you've done your retrieval journaling. There are completely free apps, such as the ones called Today or Done, that will let you track which days you do your retrieval journaling on. And they'll show you a nice streak of unbroken days on which you've retrieval journaled. um, And you'll be uh, motivated to do your retrieval journaling each day from there on to avoid missing a day and breaking your streak. So why am I pushing retrieval journaling as being so powerful? And can five minutes a day really make such a difference? I really think so. And I think its power comes in three ways. The first is the fact that you're using spaced retrieval. So I mentioned how powerful that combination of retrieval practice and spaced learning is. It's not magic. You'll eventually become hazy on what you've practiced recalling. But building in that time every single day just to do a little spaced retrieval on what you've done in your lessons will mean that you remember so much more of your lessons for so much longer than you otherwise would have done. Secondly, although five minutes a day may not sound like much, consistency really is the key. The power of a five-minute daily habit, if you can be absolutely consistent with it, is huge. Over a year, it adds up. A nine-month academic year, five minutes a day is 22 and a half hours over a full year. And if you think how many days it would take you to do 22 and a half hours of top quality revision or review hours, probably it'd be about five days to a week for most of us. That's a massive amount of extra revision time. And it's the highest quality revision time at that. Thirdly, you're building in the power of a daily study habit into your schedule. So that when it comes to start getting ready for exams and you want to start ramping up your exam preparation hours, it comes much more easily. You don't have to be sort of wringing your hands about not starting your revision soon enough. You've been revising right from the start of the year. And as you get closer to those exams, it'll feel easy and natural to start building more time into that daily five-minute habit. You can, of course, stretch the retrieval journal principle to suit your needs. If you're a very bright student and you're finding it trivially easy to remember what you did that day, try offsetting by a day and remember what you did yesterday instead build in an extra level of challenge. Or if you're an older student following perhaps a more advanced or intensive course, you may find that you feel five minutes a day barely scratches the surface of what you covered that day. If so, try pushing the daily time limit a little, maybe to 10 or even 15 minutes. But just be wary of overcommitting. I'd say it's always far better to get a quality 10 minutes in every single day than to aim for, say, 25 minutes and fail to establish that consistent habit because you can't always face nearly half an hour of extra studying every single day. If you need to take things to a more heavy-duty version still, then try adding a weekly session, maybe 30 to 45 minutes, Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning, when you try to remember the key points both from last week and the week before. That way, you'll end up with three spaced retrieval practice attempts on information from each class. Once, when you do your daily 5-10 minute retrieval journal session, and then twice more in your weekly retrieval journal sessions, once that week and once the following week. I'm pretty excited by the power of retrieval journaling. Um, I'd love to know how you get on with it. Feel free to shoot me an email. It's hello at examstudyexpert.com. Always excited to to hear from you and hear your stories uh, and get your feedback on how these techniques are, are working for you. Well, I hope you found that helpful. If you'd like more from me, I've created a free pack of resources which you can download from the Exam Study Expert website. 
And that contains tools to help you solve all manner of study problems, from getting your mindset right through to a very specific and highly effective set of strategies for learning material and getting it into memory in the final run-up to a test or exam. Head over to examstudyexpert.com forward slash join to get your copy of the bundle, which also includes some free sample material from my exam technique book, Outsmart Your Exams, and a bunch of other goodies. So that's examstudyexpert.com forward slash join. And don't forget to come back next week for an episode on the art and science of working effectively, saving you time by maximising your productivity. That should be a good one. I look forward to seeing you there. In the meantime, wishing you every success in your studies. Thanks for listening to the Exam Study Expert Podcast. Remember to hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review for our show in your podcast player.